I wanna talk to you. I wanna talk to you. Just Welcome back to Rocks Talks Radio. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good people, wherever you are joining us from. I hope you are joining us in good health and wellness. It's my pleasure to be with you as always. My name is Harry Harding. I'm the Vice President of Innovation and Strategic Partnerships for Children's Services of Roxbury. And as you know, Rocks Talks Radio is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury, social services nonprofit that has been doing incredible community work in the Boston area and in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts now for 50 years. Uh, pretty amazing. And uh, Rocks Talks Radio is also brought to you, and you're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. And it's uh, always a joy to have conversations uh, about really important subjects, about meaningful subjects, about topics that impact ourselves, our families, our communities. And today uh, is no different. Uh, I have with me in the studio someone who I have enormous respect for, uh, another family member of Children's Services of Roxbury. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to say not only a colleague, but a friend. And uh, you're going to meet someone who uh, is doing the work that we talk about uh, on this on this platform often. Um, and again, I'm really excited to have a conversation uh, with Tennille Smith. Tennille is the director, program director of Early Education and Care at Children's Services of Roxbury. And it is no accident that we have Tennille on the program today. Uh, if you remember, Rox Talks Radio uh, really is an extension of Children's Services of Roxbury's webinar series, Rox Talks. And that webinar series was designed and birthed from the, you know, peril and the the, the turmoil that was 2020, uh, and the murder of George Floyd, and the unrest and just palpable. Uh, I mean, I couldn't. I had just too many adjectives to, to actually describe it. But that that feeling of of disgust, that feeling of pain and trauma that was left, uh, that film that was left. Uh, after George Floyd's murder in 2020, in the summer of 2020. And you know, the, the CEO, uh, Children's Services of Roxbury, felt we needed to have a forum, we needed to have a place in which we could have conversations about systemic racism and how to dismantle it, not just talk about police brutality, not just talk about poverty, not just talk about community violence, but how do we undo such a Im- deeply embedded problem that is systemic racism across the board and the Rocks Talks webinar series was born as a way to invite community leaders to have just that discussion about how we break down the walls and unearth systemic racism from the ground up. And the work that Children's Services of Roxbury does is one way in which that happens. And so Rocks Talks Radio is an opportunity for us to meet members of the CSR family, those who work within our doors, those who work alongside us in the community, but who contribute to the effort in bettering their community, and then by doing so, contribute both indirectly and directly to dismantling, again, the poison that is systemic racism. So once more, I invite you to listen to this conversation today. Again, my name is Harry Harding. I'm the uh, 
Vice President of Innovation and Strategic Partnerships for Children's Services at Roxbury, and you're listening to Rox Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. Our guest today on Rox Talks Radio is, again, Tennille Smith, the Program Director for our Early Education and Child Care Center at Children's Services at Roxbury. Welcome to Rox Talks Radio, Tennille. Thank you, Harry. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's a uh, again, like I said in the intro, it's a it's a pleasure to to have you here to have this kind of conversation. Um, Tanil and I have been colleagues and worked uh, alongside one another now for a decade, um, which is pretty amazing just to say that out loud and to hear that out loud. Um, so I'd love for you to just tell us how you got to Children's Services of Roxbury, a little bit about your journey to getting to where you are today as the program director for our Early Education Care Center. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Harry. Well, I grew up in Boston, and as a young teen, I fell into the hands of a program called YPP. I may have heard of that program. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And what a wonderful program it is. So I had an opportunity to join YPP, and in that program, I was able to develop so many skills that helped me now, even as an adult and in my profession. And so I had an opportunity also to meet so many different people and travel to different states, different cities, different towns, and expand my knowledge on what our community was about and how there are places outside of Boston, outside of Roxbury, outside of Dorchester. And you got that from, directly from YPP's experience? Yes. That's so it's amazing. And so having that opportunity really allowed me to dream bigger and better than where I currently was as a teen. Um, sometimes as a teenager, you can get stuck and boxed in and only think that life happens in and around your community. But when you're afforded an opportunity to travel a little bit, to have dinner with someone who is not from your same culture or doesn't speak the same language or do not share your same belief, your mind becomes wider and it expands like a rubber band Mm. and then affords you these other opportunities that you take with you. It's like a backpack and you're packing it with tools on how to um, grow and learn and appreciate others that don't look like you, that Mm. don't speak your same language, that are not from your same community, and you begin to share these different experiences. So, yes, YPP has um, definitely influenced my life a great deal. Moving forward, I um, joined the field field of education, and I taught early education for a very long time, um, as well as um, kindergarten in various parts of Boston. Mm Mm-hmm. And through Boston Public Schools or? No, through private sector. Okay. And then I had an opportunity to come out of the classroom because what I found was being in the classroom, I was only able to impact within the walls of the classroom. And every day seemed to be a Monday. Um, Every day can't be Monday. <laughs> so um, I began to notice different patterns with the children and with the families alike and had a strong desire to impact Um, the classroom from the other side. And so I began to think and dream and hope and plan what would happen if I had an opportunity to encourage this family before they brought their child into school. So I came out of the classroom and I continued my education and I began to study psychology and human service. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And from that point on, I became a master's level clinician as well. And then, then making waves throughout Children's Services of Roxbury, I had an opportunity to work in the behavior health department and have a lot of experiences there, a lot of wonderful experiences. Yes. Um, and then moving forward, I, I mean that was that was a very short. <laughs> I mean, the the brev- I appreciate the brevity, and yet it is doing such a disservice to summarize your your impact and your work in the behavioral health department so briefly. Um, you know, for those you you may remember this if you've listened to the show more, but behavioral health is one of the the largest engines and programs and and departments at Children's Services of Roxbury today, and serves about a thousand families or so annually. Um, and yeah, Tennille's role was uh, multi-faceted. I mean, you had a number of roles in behavioral health. Yes. Um, so I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'll let you talk. I mean, if you want to end it there, that's cool. I'm just saying, there's a lot that you could go to. At okay. I okay. So I had an opportunity to be um, the trainer for the behavior that's health right. department. So any any new hires and anyone that came to the behavior health department, I had an opportunity to train them for their particular role, regardless of what their roles were, if it was outpatient, if it was in-home therapy, if it was therapeutic mentoring, if it was just so many different um, roles, if it was family partners or intensive care coordination. So part of my position at Children's Services of Roxbury in the Behavior Health Department was um, a trainer. So I trained all staff coming in. I also supported staff going out and being fabulous in other places mm-hmm. um, and in other departments as well. So. And even as a working in the behavioral health department, I remember you supported at that time efforts in the child care center. Yes. Um, and helping support their staff and the families and the children with, with behavioral health support as well. Yes, absolutely. So I had an opportunity to do some observations and observe some of the staff, some of the parents, some of the students, and some of the behaviors that became quite challenging um, and developed a social-emotional curriculum that teachers could use um, on the spot to support children and also educate families and parents on how to support their children on the outside of the classroom, how to transition them in the building in the morning, how to prepare them for bed at night. So it definitely was an extensive process, but it was a beautiful process. And being that, um, I was remembered in the selection of who should be the next director of the (laughs) Early Care and Education Center at Children's (laughs) Services of Roxbury. And it's definitely been my pleasure thus far. Well, we're definitely going to get into that a lot more in depth. But Mm -hmm. as I expected, and as you're listening to, Tanelle is quite humble. Uh, she's probably not very comfortable bigging herself up and talking about herself in such light. But I'm going to encourage and tell her to be a, uncomfortable with being uncomfortable today and give yourself the love and do praise that is quite uh, uh, appropriate on this platform. So you can just give yourself all kinds of big ups today. Oh, wow. Thanks. All right? So don't even, don't, don't you sweat that at all. Um, you got that 100% from me. So, um, But once again, you're listening to Rocks Talks Radio, brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury 
on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. With your host today, my name is Harry Harding. I'm the Vice President of Innovation and Strategic Partnerships for Children's Services of Roxbury. And I'm joined today by our, the program director of our Early Childhood Care Center, Tennille Smith. When we come back from a short break, we're going to find out a lot more about exactly what Tennille does on a day-to-day to support our babies and their families at Children's Services of Roxbury. Stay tuned for more Rockstocks Radio. That is a Groove for Peace from the Groove for Peace album um, by Evoke Ensemble. Uh, Welcome back to Rocks Talks Radio with your host, Harry Harding. I'm the vice president of innovation and children, excuse me, of uh, innovation and strategic partnerships for Children's Services of Roxbury. It's my pleasure to be with you today. And with me is a very special guest, one of the family members, a proud family member of Children's Services of Roxbury, the program director for our early education and childhood center, Ms. Tennille Smith. So, Tennille, you, before we went to break, were talking about, again, your journey to Children's Services of Roxbury, which humbly and happily includes <laughs> uh, experience at YPP, which um, at that time it was known as Youth Police and Partnership. Uh, it is now Youth Purpose and Partnership. And for those of you who have listened to programming on Children's Services of Roxbury, you know that we have another show on this on uh, 102.9 FM Boston. Um, that's the VIP show that's brought to you by young people from YPP. And if you had any uh, doubt or didn't or weren't aware of how uh, YPP impacts the young people that ser- it serves, um, then listen, continue to listen, because the voice that you're about to hear and hear throughout today comes from that ilk. It comes from the cloth of YPP. And Tanil uh, talked about her experience there as a teenager and how much it helped give her perspective and, and, and give her pathways in thinking about her own career and working in the community. And she also spent some considerable amount of time in Children's Services of Roxbury's Behavioral Health Department, which just happens to be the largest uh, department in the program today, uh, serving, again, more than a 1,000 families across the Commonwealth. And um, Tanil has been with the agency for 10 years, and following her experience, not just at YPP and in the Behavioral Health Department, uh, led her to... Uh, and also, excuse me, you also shared she was a teacher as well in early education before Children's Services at Roxbury. So, again, just such a talented and committed uh, person to the care of our young people and, and our babies and our families. But now she serves as the program director for uh, Children's Services at Roxbury's Early Education Care Center. And so I would love to hear more about your day-to-day in that role, Tanil. Absolutely. So, as you can imagine, the day-to-day is definitely busy. Um, with comings and goings, any given moment, <laughs> anything could happen. Um, so, yes, so there is a lot that happens on the outside that we see. We see the greeting in the morning, receiving parents, receiving children, but not just receiving parents and receiving children. You're receiving a lot more than just the physical body, the physical person. You're receiving all that happened on their way mm. to school. Mm. You're receiving what where they left off last night. 
Um, so in the morning, the meet and greet is a wave. Good morning. How are you? How are you feeling? How, did you sleep well? That's mm. really important um, because we know whatever happens the night before sets you up for the previous day and whatever events may come. Of course. And so the crying in the morning sometimes or a little bit of separation anxiety, this is what um, allows me to give that one-on-one individualized interaction in the morning before a parent or a child drops off is dropped off in the morning to the classroom. So greeting parents in the morning when they come in with a smile is very important. So I can't afford to. You are one of the best at that, by the way. No, I'm, I mean, <laughs> Thank no, you. no, seriously. The audience can't see, but um, <laughs> I've been told my smile definitely does light up a room. So thank you for that, no, Harry. It's genu- and it's genuine, like real talk. Like I know people listen to the radio, so they can't see it, but it's true. Like Tanil gives genuine smiles. It's like, how are you? <laughs> like, really, yes. though? Like, I care. Yes, that matters. Um because then that will that allows me in that will mm. allow me to connect with you on a level far more beyond here's my child for the next six to eight hours. Right. Have a great day. Right. That will let me know if you need something other than child care that day and how else I can support you throughout the duration of your day, your week, your month and how our program can impact your life as a whole. Mm. You, you raised such a good point there just about how much how much the outside of the school factors into the inside of the classroom, right? Like, we all, we don't really give a lot of credence or credit or, or thought to that, I think. I think that's something at least that is easy to take for granted. You're you mentioning that our children are bringing all of their experience. Our parents are bringing all those experiences with them, the good, bad, the ugly, whatever that is. They're bringing that with them every day, and, and part of a teacher is in a— and, a, and a, a caregiver's responsibility in this setting is to help manage that, help ease that, help bring some of that anxiety, if there is anxiety, to a to a to a halt. Right. Um, what and, that means is to care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Caring right. goes far beyond saying I care. Care should be action. Care should be in the doing. Care should not just be in the smile. Care should be felt in the hug. Care Mm. should be felt in the connection of how else can I help you today? Do you have enough food for this week? Does your child need an extra coat? What size shoe do you wear? Right? Um, And recognizing when um, a a parent or caregiver is not well. What does that look like? Right. Come on, let's talk. Yes. Let's have a conversation. Yes. Offering them a cup of tea as they come to my office, having tissue already prepared, having some soft music playing and have a conversation about whatever it is that's um, happening. Yes. And how I can help, whether that is extending additional support um, and connecting a family to services in the behavior health department. What does that look like? Connecting families to the front porch program that we have. What does that look like? Connecting families to in-home therapy. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, and so really supporting the family as a whole, as a unit moving forward, because if the caregiver is not well, how much care is the child receiving? So that's important as well. There's only so much the actual teacher can give during a span of time uh, without neglecting their other duties mind you there are 18 children per class some days and so we want to make sure that our teachers are not burned out either and that care and concern and 
kind of regard is distributed evenly throughout the classroom. Facts. You're listening to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Rocks Talks Radio is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury. I'm your host for Rocks Talks Radio today. My name is Harry Harding, and uh, I'm with the program director for Children's Services of Roxbury's Early Education and Care Center, Ms. Tennille Smith. And Tennille has been sharing her experience uh, at Children's Services of Roxbury, which spans over a decade. But um, I really love the idea, and not the idea, but the you painting the picture about how massive this role is beyond just the classroom. Again, we really talked about even just the ABCs and one, two, threes today. <laughs> We've talked about all the other mechanisms and supports that are surrounding the classroom and surrounding the teaching. Um, that again is so vital and so important, which is again, why organizations like children's services of Roxbury and others exist um, to provide again, that buffer, that support, that, that care. And what you're talking about, the bringing the mother into her, into daycare in the morning so that she can go to work with a peace of mind, knowing that she's in, that her child is in good care and in good hands for the rest of that day. That's everything. And not just moms. I have dads. I have grandparents. Oh, yes. I have aunts. I have partners. Um, there are so many variations of caregiving, and yes. it looks different. Thank you for raising that. Absolutely. Absolutely no problem, because a grandparent has very different needs you know, opposed to um, younger parents or younger partners is, is very different. If there is a mobility issue, if there's a transportation issue, how can we help? What can we do? What will make this transition smoother to get this child here in time for the rest of the day? Again, if you didn't believe me at the beginning of this broadcast about how amazing this woman is i hope you are fully convinced now again you're listening to rocks talks radio on wbca 102.9 fm boston boston's community radio station rocks talks radio is brought to you by children's services of roxbury i'm your host harry harding again today with here today with program director of our early education and care center Tennille smith when we come back from another very short break we're going to talk more about how Tennille's role and how early education in general contributes to the, the dismantling of systemic racism. Stay tuned for more of that conversation. You're listening to Rockstar's Radio. Turning my pain into purpose is pretty much what I have done to start this foundation. In August 2020, after the death of George Floyd, Bridget Floyd and other family members established the George Floyd Memorial Foundation in support of the black community. It's going to take more than just us as a foundation. It's going to take the community, the world, to make a change. Fight for racial justice for the black community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Rocks Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Rocks Talks Radio once more is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury. I'm your host today. My name is Harry Harding, and I'm joined today by the program director for the Early Education and Care Center at Children's Services of Roxbury, uh, Tennille Smith. Uh, it's important to note that this forum, this Rocks Talks Radio, was was is an extension of our Rocks Talks webinar series. And that webinar series was, uh, again, started in the aftermath of the murder of George Floyd, but really as a response to the need to have more substantive conversations around systemic racism and how we dismantle it. 
at our most recent Rocks Talks webinar, we were fortunate, uh, more than fortunate to have, uh, I would say, one of the city of Boston's matriarchs, longstanding stalwarts in early education and care, Jerry Robinson. You can find out more about that at the website at www.csrox.org. Uh, look for Rocks Talks. Uh, and you'll find that that conversation, again, is such a, it's so rich in learning about how much someone like uh, Jerry Robertson uh, has been contributing to the early education and care, particularly for um, Boston public schools, but, um, you know, for, for black and brown families um, for, for decades. And I, I say that as an intro because, you know, it's important for us to think about how this work, how the work that Tennille does and her staff in our, in our care center contributes to the ongoing problem that is systemic racism and dismantling it and breaking that curse and that cycle. And so, Tennille, I ask you, in your opinion, how does the work and what's your reflect as you reflect on the work that you do every day and that you've done, what's your take on how this work and how important it is to dismantling systemic racism? Um, extremely important. Um, for the benefit of our future. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. It's an old, old slogan, but how very true it is. Whatever mindset that a person is in, a child is in, the body will follow. And so having our children in the center and encouraging them every single day that they can be whatever it is that they want to be, um, they can do whatever it is that they like to do, whatever their dreams, wherever their dreams take them, let's dream big. Let us help you. Um, so really encouraging our children from babies, telling them that they are strong, beautiful, talented, smart, mm. gifted, mm. Um, and really pouring into them individually, hugging our children holding our children, right? Um, it's really important to also help them understand the word no. Mm. No, not now. No, not later. Um, wait. Excuse me. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm. Would you like to be my friend? Mm. I'm your friend. Let's play. Fundamental parts of human connection, right? Yes, absolutely. At the end of the day, our human is equal, regardless of what we look like on the outside. And so teaching our children um, some of the basics in school, when their teacher pours their milk or pours their water, thank you, Mrs. So-and-so. <laughs> thank you. Um, I often get requests to come give hugs before rest time. I gladly <laughs> oblige. Add that to your, t your title. Yes. Program director, professional hugger. Yes. 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 Professional hugger yes. and tear wiper. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, because it gives me a moment. They're telling me more than what they can say. And they are having these moments of vulnerability and they're trusting me to handle that with them. Um, so it's definitely a privilege and I enjoy it greatly. And I get up and I go to the center every day, not feeling like I'm going to work, but knowing that I'm on a mission. Listen, um, I am so grateful to have this conversation with you today. I, I really want us to be able to have this 
conversation longer. You're going to have to come back to Neil. No problem. Um, it has been, again, truly my pleasure to be in space with you today and talking about this. Um, the, the audience, I know you've heard, you hear the passion. And when I tell you it's genuine, again, it's been genuine for 10 years, ever since I've known this woman. And I appreciate you again today for your, your time and presence to Neil. Thank you so You're much. You're very welcome. If you want to find out more about Children's Services of Roxbury, our Childhood Care Center, Rocks Talks Radio, any of our 20-plus programs, you can do so by going to the website at www.csrox.org. Um, again, I, I, I'm i just so incredibly grateful um, to have Tennille in presence today. Um, and, uh, yeah, tune in for more Rocks Talks Radio next time we see you. We'll have another family member with us and uh, we'll have more just great conversation about the work that these incredible people are doing so stay tuned for more for that i'm your host of rock stocks radio harry harding my pleasure thank you for listening to wbca 102.9 fm boston and rock stocks radio